0: I can't. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another Gospel X, the Gospel According to the X-Men. My name is Jonathan. This is Henry. So glad that you can join us today as we continue our series of looking into the 1990s animated series, The X-Men, and to, try to see how we can glean any themes that we could use to apply some Christian perspective on the theme. So... Today we'll be looking at a two-parter uh, named uh, "One Man's Worth," and so I'm going to uh, hand it over to Henry to uh, give us a synopsis of, of these two episodes and also to kick off on the theme that we'll be talking about today. So go for it, Henry.
1: All right, man. What a what a two-parter those episodes were. Because you know, as we all saw we get to see a different kind of Xavier than what we're used to. And, you know, just a brief summary. Um, we see Storm and Wolverine and Xavier having a picnic and then this time temporal event happens and then we get sucked into an alternate future where humans and mutants are at war and you see Storm and Wolverine as soldiers in the mutant army under Magneto. And all of a sudden Bishop shows up from further in another future. It's starting to get a little bit weird here. Um, And he goes and encounters Wolverine, but not the original Wolverine when he first came back. It's a different Wolverine. Um, And what we find is that someone from the future, uh, a robot named Nimrod and Fitzroy um, and mutant Fitzroy has gone back in time to assassinate Xavier so that he would never exist and thus bringing about the rise of the Sentinels as being an uh, unstoppable force. And now it's up to Bishop, Shard, Wolverine, and Storm uh, to go back in time to go and save Xavier so that he could form the X-Men who can provide a resistance against sentinels and save the world and and all that good stuff and first episode they fail uh, in their mission xavier gets killed second episode they go back into the future back to the future meet alternate forge who then they go back and then they do succeed and then time is all fixed up at the end
0: Luckily, it's only a two-part episode because uh, the Terminator series was five. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> like uh, it, it literally is the Terminator.
0: I know. Thank I mean, goodness they the didn't robots make it
1: Sending back, back in time. It literally... and, like the,
0: and like the Terminator series, the only best one was number two.
1: <laughs> this, this seemed kind of like it. So, um, but what we wanted to focus on was just the how different Xavier seemed. Um, in 1959, back when he was still in his young college days, before he became a professor, you know, people he actually told the bishop and shard, "Don't call me professor. I'm not a professor." Um, when he realized, and he, when he was told that he had a much greater purpose in the future than what he originally planned, what was his reaction to that? Because in the earlier in the episode, he said, "I just want to be a simple." doctor a family doctor just helping people like have a regular life and you know just live my life normally and safely and he gets sucked into the knowledge of he's going to be this great leader this mute leader this kind of Martin Luther King Jr type figure who sacrifices himself to go and build human mutant relations and through the course of his life manages to bring about peace between mutants and humans much more so than if he didn't exist if he didn't Mm -hmm. live first he's very overwhelmed by this knowledge because he doubts himself he doubts his ability to be able to accomplish this um he sees through the memories of bishop like what he's going to do and he just can't understand can't fathom that he is the person able to do it mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah exactly
1: um, you know
0: but an interesting thing though like uh, you wonder like when if, if Nimrod didn't go to the back just to describe the episode like uh, when did Xavier wake up to actually take on that role as a leader <laughs> like what events actually spurned him I don't know I'm not too familiar with his, his character development anyway, so.
1: You can might even say that because at the very end of the second episode, we, we know that Xavier kept his memories of all of this. So he knew, yeah.
0: he knew that this happened. He's
1: like This was going to happen. And, you know, it's a little bit of foresight, but just uh, being able to see his reaction to it, his yeah. reaction to his purpose, it, it's interesting because, you know, I feel like everybody kind of has a sense that when people say you're destined for I'm going to use that word destined for greater things and you say and you you, everyone has a tendency to doubt themselves at the very beginning of your journey and say oh there's no way that I could possibly um, do these things I mean it's way too difficult I'm not that kind of person
0: well and also there's a potential of failure and embarrassment right (laughs)
1: Yeah. I mean, Jonathan, you said something about how people tend to grow into their purpose. Yeah.
0: Well, it's like, uh, I think uh, for Xavier, the reason why his, uh, his reaction was that like that was, well, barring skepticism and cynicism aside of today, because usually because now people who respond to that are very cynical. But I don't think Xavier was cynical. He was being realistic. And uh, he saw that this is him. And this is what Bishop described him as. So there's this humongous gap in between. And he was going, okay, if you're right, look at this gap. How can I make up this gap, right? How can I go from shy guy to this bold individual that could take on presidents and prime ministers, right, later on? So, yeah. And then and what I said was uh, before our, uh, recording was uh, like, uh, it's interesting how all, many times in uh, in our lives and in Bible characters' lives, like for example Moses, right, where uh, God told him like uh, you're going to free my people, and he goes, no way I can't, <laughs> right, and then so see, ya, I'm going home, <laughs> right? It's like, and then uh, but then when he took on that role, though he stumbled and bumbled along the way, he grew into that role to become the greatest leader of Israel, right, during that time period, and also led Israel out of Egypt, so. If you think about it, he grew into that role, even with all those mistakes he did along the way, he grew into that role. And, um, but he, the most important pivotal moment was that he did it, that he did take that step and he did obey and he did trust in God and he took that step of faith, right? And so I think that's what for us to do as well. If uh, for those Christians who are listening out there, uh, gleaning from this these two episodes and how we could uh, see some elements of principles that we can learn, so that if God does reveal to us that, hey, this is your moment to take this opportunity to shine, but then we see this gap, right? Then uh, uh, we should take on that. And and uh, even though we might be stumbling and bumbling, we like, according to him, if we trust him, he'll allow us and help us to grow into that role and uh, achieve that opportunity.
1: Yeah. What do you think? Just because I feel absolutely, you know, what you just said is, Sometimes God reveals his purpose for you, but that doesn't instantly make you a different person.
0: You won't be Superman right away.
1: That can fulfill what it is. Exactly.
0: And You know, we see that in
1: stories throughout the Bible when God picks these people, these small people who go on to do amazing things. And, you know, they, they are not the type of people that you would expect who could do these kind of things.
0: And it takes them a long time too, right? Like we're blessed with the Bible with just chapter by chapter by chapter. But then we have to also remember that there was 20 years, 40 years, 60 year gaps <laughs> in between these chapters for them to develop, right? Think about how many mistakes they made, right? And so does Xavier too. Like, I apologize. I actually know a little bit of Xavier's storyline. Like, So he does, he has made mistakes along the way. Remember that time when, he, um, did we already talk about this, the Iceman episode?
1: Yeah. Right, Bobby? Frank episode when he failed? Yeah, to- when
0: he failed. When he failed as a, as a mentor for some of his students, you know, there were failures. And then uh, when Magneto took that island into space, you know, and then uh, one of the ladies uh, uh, was actually a former colleague of Xavier's that went with him. And then he, she even identified Xavier's failures during her time and saying, look, I followed you. You made your mistakes too. I followed enough men for my life. So I'm taking my, own, my life on my own, right? That's the thing. So, you know, throughout our journey in this X-Men uh, um, series, we also realized that Xavier himself, though he took on the role, though he's the here now, during the, the whole journey of that long lifetime, he has made a lot of mistakes too, but he grew into that role. So, yeah. Anything right. else? I think that's it. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us in another episode of Gospel X, the Gospel Corner of the X-Men. My name is Henry, uh, John. And this I'm is, Henry. This is Henry. <laughs> I was looking at Henry and then I just said his name. This is Henry. My name is Jonathan. So you glad. wish you were me. <laughs> I wish I was you. Maybe I will grow into that. Brain. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'll, we'll see you next time. Have a blessed week.